Hi, Gauri here. We've collected the best insights from the first 20 Knowledge Base Ninjas episodes into a clear and concise ebook. Simply send a blank email to ninja at bcast.email. That's ninja at bcast.email and it will be sent right back to you. Thank you. Welcome to the Knowledge Base Ninjas podcast. Where Gauri Ram Kumar of Document 360 finds the best SaaS self-service knowledge bases in the world and then interviews their creators. Let's get started with today's episode. Good day everyone. Our guest today is Sindhu Surendran, lead technical writer. So welcome Sindhu to Knowledge Base Ninjas podcast. Thank you Gauri thank you very much So how are you how are you doing today Yeah great fantastic fantastic So Sindhu uh, uh, I thought I'll let you uh, describe about your business so please start with uh, introducing your company and uh, a little bit more about yourself Uh-huh Okay so I'm a documentation consultant and um, I do all the documentation related activities for uh, my team over here so i think i'm pioneering the documentation job so i take care of all the documentation that comes with software tools and uh, internal community and um, api documentation so any documentation request that comes to me i handle all that fantastic so how did you initially got into documentation Yeah. Okay. So um, that's an interesting question uh, for me why because I was not uh, intended to uh, get into technical writing. I did not intend to get into technical writing initially when I started my career. Okay. But uh, my first job, uh, you know, um, involved a lot of writing as we had to share knowledge among the team members and that's how I got into documentation very naive and as a beginner. Um then at one point I wanted to shift my career. I wanted to do something else. and i did my bit of research and i found out that uh, there's something called technical writing back then there was not much of awareness but uh, it kind of it interested me and i started chasing it <laughs> and today yes i am continuing to do the chasing i'm still um, doing good uh, as a technical writer yeah that that's how the, the rest is history <laughs> very nice very nice i think you did mention that you were the first uh, uh, person to get into this uh, uh, profile with uh, with your company so what kind of documentation process did you uh, establish so far and who did you normally involve in defining those processes yeah so documentation process uh, you know it 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 differs from company to company but i believe and what i follow is as a technical writer it's a big responsibility on us you know you cannot say that there is no process that is why i did not do this if you achieve a good document um you know in a good state uh, it's all because of the process and the audience that you have around it so the first thing uh, the, the primary thing is to understand the kind of audience um you have to write for the user base it could be a novice user it could be a beginner it could be a uh uh an advanced user so you have to understand what kind of audience you're going to write for the second thing is getting involved in the planning and the requirement phase where you understand what is the requirement 
and uh, what is that they're going to release and when is that they're going to release. After that, you kind of get into the battle with the engineers. Mm -hmm. So what I mean by that is you have to, you know, really break the ice between yourself and the engineers and the people who are working for that product. Go collaborate as much as you can to get as much information as you can because um, that is one of the most important things. Uh, You have to, you know, foresee the feature along with the developer, test it like a tester, and use it like your end customer. So, and then you have to also take care of what the product manager wants, how the feature has to behave. So all these things you have to, you you play multiple roles, right? So you have yeah. to um, work across your um, uh, teams to understand what was the feature, why was it developed, and how is the user going to use it, and what is the impact of that feature. Now, putting all that into documentation in a way that you know every user can understand that that that's very important so uh, you have to ensure that you go through the reviews you have to ensure that you get the approvals at the right time you have to ensure that along with the demos you have your documentation plugged in so that you get feedback at the right time so all these fall in uh, the, you know in the, in the process line very nice, very nice. Um, so you did touch base upon the important factors uh, uh, you consider while creating documentation. So can you add a bit more to that? What are the other factors you consider while creating your documentation? Absolutely. I think the most important thing is the audience, uh, which most of us kind of you know oversee it. I mean, we, 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 we don't see it. You know, we, we, uh, we just get the feature, we understand it and we start writing. But I think what's most important is whom are you writing it for, right? I mean, there are different personas. Even if a beginner is using the document, there are different personas, how he wants to look at documentation. So it's extremely important to understand the audience um, and write it the way he or she wants it to understand the feature, right? The second point is um, show the content at the time when the content has to be shown. For example, if there is an error that pops out, um, it's important. It's it's not always a person wants to see documentation. No one wants to read these days. That's the fact. But how do you how do you make it reach to them? You know, by giving it to them at the right time, uh, in the right format, right? Especially when you're talking about software-based tools. And there is an error, and that's when people are all worried and they want to see how to fix it. So it's important that you show it to them at the right time, the right amount of content. And, uh, you know, backed up with the good technical information so that people who are a little, bo- a little more technical can always deep dive, you know, because you'll always have that one user who crips and says, you know, I saw how this works, but I want to know how this does. So it's always nice to have clear and concise information. But, but however, it's always, you know, good to have detailed documentation. It takes us in the long run, um, you know, when it comes to user adoption and sustaining our user base. Very nice. Very good. Super. So uh, I'm sure you, uh, by the by the sounds of it, you value the way you write your documentation and uh, the, the role that documentation plays in your uh, customer service and success strategy. So uh, how, how, do, how do you... Um, um, how do you think that's very, very important for you in terms of your customer success strategy? It is extremely important. It is extremely important. Like I said in my previous point, um, see, when, you are, when your users are using a tool, 
and there is a software upgrade, you know, if you want him to continue using the tool, it's extremely important you tell him what's the release all about, right? I mean, every software has its own release features. And when you release the software, I mean, it is important that it is seamless so that you are able to sustain your customers, keep them happy, right? So, um, you know, the studies nowadays shows that the human attention span is decreasing over the years and uh, it has decreased from 12 seconds to 8 seconds. So it, 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 it it's only 8 seconds you have to kind of catch attention of anybody. So it's extremely important to have um, the right kind of documentation, up-to-date and correct documentation in place because uh, if you don't have that, then you lose your customers, right? So it has to be a seamless, if it has to be seamless, you need to have rock solid documentation in place. There can be nothing that can sustain uh, users than a better documentation with a great product. Great, great. So, um, uh, how, what kind of reduction have you seen in workload when uh, after introducing such quality documentation, Sindhu? Okay, I would not say reduction, but yes, the focus area where you know the engineers probably uh, you know in the initial days. Uh, were used to answering, you know, recurring questions like, hey, you know what, how do you configure this? How do you configure this? So, you know, over a period of time, they would land up saying the same thing, solving the same problem again and again for their customers. But with documentation in place, the focus has shifted, right? I mean, they have documentation to resolve these things. So there is something else that they're working on, right? I mean, they get more um, problem and solution-based uh, questions. There is more technical questions to it. It could lead to a good feature. It could lead to a you know a new requirement. So it's more focused now. You have all these uh, recurring problems, uh, recurring questions from the customers. Customers being documented in place. So there is this uh, the the knowledge base that we have, which helps the users to you know get find their answers they're looking for, and their problems are very focused. And which gives our engineers more time to solve their problems and see if there is something else they could do. It sometimes lands up into a new feature, right? So the 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 there is more of quality time that you spend for the problems that comes from the customers, mm-hmm. uh, and not and not recurring problems, which could sometimes you know it could be a simple thing, but then we are still uh, trying to educate the users with the same steps again and again. So you are not being very productive both from the user standpoint and from the customer, from the engineer standpoint. So now uh, with good documentation in place, the focus kind of shifts, right? I mean, you're more talking about, okay, what next? Then, okay, how do I do this? How do I do this? You know, so that that's a big change, you know. Very nice. Very good. I really like the way you measure each and every article and uh, try to get something out of it. Fantastic. Um, So I think that's the next question I'm including, too. So uh, how do you measure the quality of your documentation? Okay. So the quality of documentation is always measured by feedback of customers, right? I mean... Um, it depends. You could you would have had the best of documentation that you created in your lifetime, but uh, you could have that one customer who would come and say, "Hey, you know what? It's really good. A lot of technical content, but you know what? I was not able to solve my problem." So you know that's like, "Oh, okay." Now, so that, it's always important to get the feedback. You know, 
extremely important to understand where you are in the game and is the documentation really you know serving the purpose for example you would have had a number of faqs and if you still have people asking the same sort of questions you may have to go back and see why are they asking the same question in spite of showing them the faqs so those are the things that help us in measuring our you know quality of documentation feedback from customers and this begins very much from the time when you start drafting your content which is why during a demo it's extremely important to uh, stitch your documentation along with the feature because that's that's the first cut which you get you know where people brainstorm and give you the feedback that hey you know what you could probably put this as a heading you know what you could put the faqs over here you could put more content here so that it the feedback system starts from there the journey mm-hmm. and getting it from the customers is very important because it it drives your roadmap for documentation uh and always asking them through a survey uh, if it really served the purpose did you get what you were looking for um you know these activities are mandatory because that's when you can uh, measure your documents measure the content measure the correctness measure the usability and every aspect of documentation great great uh, so i'm sure you you uh, will be doing this so any organic search traffic you generate from your knowledge base absolutely i mean so i have recently got involved in sphinx uh, sphinx is nothing but an open source tool which allows searchable uh, you know it helps you to develop content which can be searched uh, so i am working around that and it's a great tool i mean it helps us to um kind of um, develop content and make it searchable for the end users i mean today we have these modern users who do not go the traditional path right they don't want to flip pages they just want to do a search and they want the answers to be popped up there mm-hmm. so uh, it's extremely important to have search because otherwise you're not really doing justice to the content that you create so it's extremely important so we kind of track the keywords that people are trying to enter in the help and we try to enhance the content by entering those keywords because search also has to be you know effective with the right keywords in place right correct yeah super um fantastic um, sindhu so i would like to now move on with the rapid fire round now so um mm-hmm. who have you learned the most about documentation from in your career <laughs> who else my customers my users and not to forget my fellow writers i think uh, yes you will always keep learning if you're a learner from all these people <laughs> very true very true and uh, can you share a documentation related resource you have consumed recently yeah absolutely so i follow a lot of companies uh, because everybody is producing a lot of content around the web nowadays so stripe blog is one mm-hmm. and databricks is one they're all uh, you know making documentation for technical users you know and it is fantastic the way they simplify and put it all right great so here we go so the um last question i have is what is that one piece of documentation related advice you would give to your 20 year old self <laughs> okay i i like this question and i want to follow this as i say it <laughs> so i <laughs> Yeah you go so keep your ego aside and accept the feedback move on i want to say this to myself <laughs> so the ability to accept feedback i think that's what i want to be uh, 20 years <laughs> of my experience 
Fantastic. So keep doing your best. Thank you. Thank you, Gauri. Fantastic. Fantastic. So that that was really amazing, Sindhu. And uh, I have picked up a few points that you highlighted. And again and again, uh, I, I we could understand that your main uh, focus is on the audience, your customers. So the yeah. way you write your documentation is all surrounding understanding your audience, different personas that consume your documentation. And you said, what is that main factor and you said it's customers none other than customers so that that's yeah. really nice to know and uh, uh, fantastic so do you have anything else to add to this podcast series um, sindhu yeah it's uh, really nice to see this initiative uh, that you're trying to share the best practices across uh, because uh, i think more than you know uh, there's a saying that you can even hide a dead body in the second page of google <laughs> so whatever you search it's all there in the you know on the top two links you click and then that's it you you forget it but these podcasts i think they should serve a different purpose right i mean um i'm assuming and i believe that it will reach out to people who are looking for help and uh, tips and uh, you know to move on with their documentation career absolutely so all the best to you guys thank you thank you and exactly that's the purpose of such a uh, uh, such podcast uh, to to uh, i mean share your everybody's unique experience and also this could become like a, a guide for anybody who wants to take documentation as their career yeah absolutely all fantastic. the best to you all thank you so once again thank you uh, sindhu for spending time with us today and sharing your mm-hmm. unique experience and uh, yeah have a good day take care Take care. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Knowledge Base Ninjas podcast. Please head to iTunes, rate, and provide honest feedback on the podcast. See you next week.